0: Okay, good morning. So, as promised and by popular demand, ang topic natin ngayon is your questions. So, itong past week, uh, pumasok sa akin email at sa text ang mga tanong. Itong mga tanong sa mga members sa church. Ta- questions about Bible, about faith, about grace, about Jesus, God. And so uh, ito ang mga FAQs. At the uh, top of the list are those kinumpail. Walter's with me. He's got the questions.
1: Yes, that's right, that you Pastor. Came in. Good morning and good morning to all of listeners. Yeah. To uh, SFCC. And uh, this is so interesting, Pastor, because out of all so many questions that almost consumed 4 gig of your iPad,
0: maybe. 4GB. This is so
1: obvious. Number one. Bakit patuloy pa din ako nakakasala kung tinanggap ko na si Hesus?
0: okay. So, sino sa inyo relates naka sa tanong na 'yan? Na tinanggap mo si Jesus, akala na your life is going to become, you know, perfect now. Maybe you expected from yourself na Kristiyano na ako, dapat hindi na ako mahuhulog sa kasalanan. Dahil Kristiyano na ako, dapat uh, madali lang na ma-overcome ng tukso. Well actually you might experience na even though you received Christ you you accepted na kusang talagang tinanggap mo si Jesus you might experience na still nakikita mo ang attitude ang behaviors is parang kada kagaya dati how That's many right. of you experienced that na masasabi nila sa iyo parang hindi ka Kristiano, mm-hmm. you know ouch you know? pero sa lang There's a simple answer for that. Now, why did we uh, still sin even though we have already accepted Jesus and received Him in our lives? Well, it's because God has created us spirit, body, and soul. Tatlong parts ng bawat isa. You know, God is a God of Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son. He created us in his own image in his likeness. So even ikaw ako akala nung iba body and soul lang. Pero we have a spirit. God put a spirit inside you. And doing that it's that spirit where God puts his DNA. John chapter 1 verse 12 said to all who received Jesus to belie- who those who believed on his name he gave the right to become Children of God. Children. Everybody say, prodigal son. Have you heard of that story, prodigal son? Now, the word prodigal means without restraint. Okay, sa Tagalog, walang pagpipigil sa sarili. talagang wild na. So, itong story, kung natandaan nyo, is this guy, yung anak ng isang mayaman na ama, nag nag siya, nag siya sa kanyang tatay. Akin na yung mana, yung nararapat sa akin, pagpatay ka na. Akin na, gusto ko ngayon. Lumayas siya, uh, winaldas niya yung yaman ng father niya. He, he went to wild living, prodigal living. No restraints, you know, just wasteful, immoral. But not ginawa niya yun? Para siyang, ano eh, kung i-compare, i-parallel, para siyang... I don't know if you saw the story of the prodigal son, but it's like here's a guy who's a son of of a, of a good man. Parang tayo, mga anak ng good God. And yet, patnyo ginawa yun. Patnyo lumayo sa kanyang ama. Parang tayo, na, mga anak na tayo ng, ng Dios. Why would we do sins? Why would we rebel and, and disobey? Well, it's because of this. You know, we're all a three-part being. Yeah. I want you to meet my friend Tim here. So, <laughs> yeah. And, so, this is Tim. That's, that's cute. All right. Sabemo, so nice to meet you. <laughs> now, as you can see on the outside, the skin, hair, everything, you're seeing just the, the physical part Ni Tim. Diba? pero hindi not yung loob ko aniyon meron sa loob nitem it's not so good looking anymore right Ay. oh may mancha may dumem messy this represents my soul and your soul the soul is composed of your mind ang iyong pag-iisip your thoughts it's composed of your feelings in im dam emotions and all of your personality and it's your will pagnanais your appetites your choices and sa totoo lang we don't always have good thoughts minsan ang kaisipan natin punung ng marumi dirty magulo hindi ka ayos-ayos hindi ka tanggap-tanggap sa dios ng mga and in our souls, we really have a lot of problems. Nepo ba? Right. Siyono nakaka relate. you come to SFCC looking and smelling good, uh-huh. but you might be looking like this on the inside. Yes. E eh, bakit? Akalako pag Christian but everything should be perfect. Madalas siyano sabi dito sa SFCC. When you're in Christ, you're a new creation. You're righteous. You're holy, and and then you. Of course, we don't see it, but you see your own inner life, and you say, "I don't feel very righteous." Marumi talaga yung kaisipan, and so how is it that, as a Christian, I still sin? Because your body, soul, and then there's another part, and that is inside, deep inside, you're a spirit. You know, God created man in His own image. In his own likeness. Genesis chapter 2.7 said, The Lord God formed the man, mankind, from the dust of the ground. Yun The ground. That's the physical body. And then he breathed the breath of life. What's the breath of life? He gave man a spirit. Iba sa mga hayop. He put the breath of life in man. So, hindi nasha zombie, may spirit na siya. Siyang, you know, the word breath, it could also be translated the spirit. And then it says, and then the man became a living soul. That is the part of us where we have thinking and feeling and choosing. But the thing is, according to the Bible, yung ating spirit is dead. And dead means separated from God. May spirit, ang lahat ng tao may spirit. Talagang yan ang design ng tao. Lahat tayo may body, may soul, may spirit. You could say it like this: I am a spirit. That's who I am. And I have a soul. And I live inside a body. See, God created your spirit. So that you could relate to him. Ang Jos ay sang spirit. Panu ka, paano ka makaka relate sa kanya? Because he put a spirit in you para doon kay makiki fellowship. He gave you a spirit so you could relate to him. He gave you a soul so that you could relate to each other. Diba? Kaya na hulog ang mga emotions. Kaya na in love. Kaya na connect tayo. And then He gave you a body so that you could relate to His creation and each other. So we could feel the senses, sight, hearing, smell. So we have a body, soul, spirit. But it said in Ephesians chapter 2 that our spirit was dead because of sin. Parang ganito, empty. Walang laman. says once you were dead because of your sins. But God made you alive. And that is... He cleaned your spirit, put his, parang yung spirit ng Diyos, pinakaloob niya sa iyo. Nung tinanggap, nung tinanggap mo si Jesus, God, it's like yung spirit niya, ipinasuk niya sa spirit mo. At dun, nabuhay na ang spirit mo. Merong merger. Sana may illustration ako. I like, I like to have hot tea. Sinusay sa inyo umiinom ng hot tea? So imagine you take the tea, may kulay may amoy may flavor and you put the tea into hot water ano mangyayari yung personality ng tea kulay flavor amoy ng tea it infuses it, it goes into it merges with the water nagbabago na ang kulay ng tubig that's right nagkakaroon siya ng amoy ng lasa So much change na hindi mo masasabi yung tubig na yun ay tubig. You even change what you call it. Hindi na tubig ang tawag doon. Dahil nagbago na, ang tawag na sa kanya tea. Pero is it really tea? Mm, Hindi, tubig yan na may tea pero we call it tea. Pero tea is yung may mga dahon-dahon, di ba, na crush. But because of that merger, forever, irrevocably, the water is changed. And when you receive Jesus, your spirit comes alive. His spirit merges with your spirit. And yung before yung spirit mo is just there pero walang laman, empty, dead. He will it's full of nothing, full of anti-life, full it's a void, vacant. But when you receive Jesus, your spirit comes alive. Now, the thing is, our salvation, thanks, Kevin. Our salvation is like three parts. You know, in my spirit, I am and have already been saved. And in my soul, I am still being saved. Wow. But I'm still on the process, Walter. Kaya ang, ang sagot doon sa tanong kanina is, why if I'm a Christian now, do I still sin?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's because it's, it's, what's happening is the promises in the Bible about who you are bilang new creation kay Kristo, in your spirit, it's possible all of these promises are true for your spirit, pero hindi mo panararanasan in your body and in your soul. Oh. So there's a scripture that says, I am more, we are more than conquerors. Oh, right? We always have the victory. May mga scriptures that says, you are a new creation. You're righteous and holy. Now, these scriptures, meron din yung verse, 1 John, that says that we don't sin. It says, whoever is born of God does not sin. So if you read that you say hey, ndi ako yun. So I must not be a real Christian. I must not really be saved kasi nakakasala pa ako. No. It's the what the word of God says ay totoo sa spirit. Pero maaari hindi pa nararanasan sa iyong damdamin, sa iyong pag-iisip at sa katawan. So kailangan natin na ma-realign at ma-upgrade yung ating pag-iisip hanggang magiging reality din sa ating emotions and mind and body
2: mm-hmm.
0: may put it this way imagine this if i have a bottle of water now this one gamit na open na pero may mga water bottles with still has the plastic seal mm. all right will you trust the water na malinis yung tubig pag may plastic seal oh hindi yes. open it's it's sealed the bible says when you receive christ he seals god seals you with the Holy Spirit. Another verse talks about how there's this place where your soul and your spirit are joined together. But you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. So what happens is, imagine this is your body, but the spirit inside you is clean and perfect and pure. Kung itatapon mo ang bottled water na may seal pa, pwedeng Itapun mo yan sa sa putik, iba. Kain sa taye, wasap pigs sa kulungan ng mga baboy, but still the water is purified, right? Kahit na right. na na yung bote, mm-hmm. kahit na may mga you know gas-gas at may may dumi. you could actually still clean that that bottle and drink it, and it's still purified. Bakit? Cuz they sealed it. Eh. Yes. Ganon ikaw eh. You're sealed. when na, when, when your, your, your spirit is gets saved, God seals you with the spirit, with His spirit. So you are forever clean in His eyes. Wow. In your spirit, but maybe not in your brain. Maybe not yet in your emotions. Maybe not yet in what you're doing in your body. Entendian mo? So why would we, do something na wrong. Because probably, ang nanguuna sa sa pagkatao natin is not our spirit, kundi our body. Okay, bring over here these things to me. Ang correct uh, ranking ng ating uh, pagkatao, we are body, soul, and spirit, right? So when we're born naturally in the physical we have our body, we have our soul, and spirit. Although, walang laman ito. So, halos silent partner si spirit. Okay? Ito yung nagiging ranking. Body, soul, spirit. Bakit? Ang katawan ng baby, kung ano yung physical senses, gutom yan, sigaw yan. Diba? Mainit, iyak yan. So, kung ano yung na-feel niya with the five senses, yan nang parang nagpapatakbo ng buhay niya gusto niya kung anong, gusto, kung anong feels good di ba? and then as na nagiging you know matanda na may na develop na yung kanyang thinking kikitan niya kung anong tama at mali minsan nag-choose siya ng tama minsan nag-choose siya mali pero nagiging soulish na ibig sabihin may feelings na may logic na may personality may culture and then the spirit is again silent partner because empty, dead, walang laman. When you receive Christ, ang dapat mangyari is like this. Dapat ang body is under the soul, and the spirit is the highest-ranking partner. Oh. The Holy Spirit inside of your spirit, dapat siya ang control, siya ang command ng nang nangyayari sa buhay mo. Mm-hmm. And the soul susunod lang sa utos ng spirit. This is what it means to be spirit-led. Oh, really? But many people, Christians, na nagkakasala pa, it's because what they're doing is like this. They let their body be in charge. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just feel like having sex. I just feel like eating much. I just feel like sleeping all day. I feel like doing what I want to do. So, wow. hindi na kinun consider kung anong gusto ng Dios. Na kung saan ang Diyos is dwelling in your spirit. Remember the temple? The Bible says we are a temple yes. of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Alright? Ang temple, if you remember, also has three parts. That's right. The outer court, the courtyard, that's our body. The holy place, na hindi siya open to the public. Only the few priests can go work there. And then the innermost part, which is our spirit, the holy of holies, na kung saan nandun yung presence ni God. And so, many Christians are living like this they're operating na as if the headquarters ng ano nila is the body or maybe you might even be living like this na, what i think Okay, kaya kung ano kaya kung yung feelings ng pita ng laman but i think i know what's right basta kung anong feel ko i'll do what i think you know, so this is the, I feel in love, so tang, sagutin ko siya. You know, I feel uh, angry, so sasabihin ko ko And if you live with your body or soul as the boss of you, that's why you fall into sin.
1: Yeah, that happens.
0: It's called being a carnal mm-hmm. Christian. <laughs> na this is the ranking, friends. Jesus should be the center. Jesus should be command central, the headquarters. And the, the spirit of Christ in you controls and dictates what should happen. Mm-hmm. Now, na, na lang, hindi na co-contaminate ito. Just like, di ba, sabi ko kanina yung bottle na nahulog sa putik, buti na lang, preserved pa rin. Di ba sa plumbing, mayroong tinatawag na check valve? A check valve is a valve on the plumbing pipes na the water can flow one direction lang. Pero may gate sinasara. Pag, pag uh, mafo-flow yung tubig, nag-o-open yung gate. Pero pag ang flow ng tubig is pabaliktad, sinasara. Hindi niya kayang pumunta doon. And that is what happens with our spirit. The Holy Spirit inside of you cannot receive and will never be contaminated by the sins that you did with your body and by your wrong thoughts and, and, and wrong emotions. But the good news is the influence and the thoughts and the decisions in your spirit can be released and flood your mind and your feelings and even affect your body. Isn't that good news? Wow, that's amazing. So why do we sin? Because we're three parts. We we sin when our soul or our body is being followed instead of the spirit. If you allow, and this is the takeaway, this is yung parang application, Walter. Now yes. Just let first receive and recognize that there's a, a new spirit inside of you. Most people think they're only body and soul. They don't recognize. Christ came to live in your spirit, not your pancreas. That's right. May ka ba yeah. Christ did not come to live in your kidneys. Mm-hmm. He came to live in your spirit. Yeah, right. So receive and recognize your newborn spirit. Yeah. And then let the spirit be in charge. Ang dapat mangyari is yung ating soul and body, so submit. Everybody submit. Say submit. Magsusubmit mag so ang thinking ko to the Spirit. Ko ani yung feeling ko, kung gusto ko, I have to submit that to what God wants, what God thinks, what God feels. And yung katawan, susunod lang yan, servant lang yan. It's called being subservient to our spirit. Let me give you an example from the Old Testament. Thanks, Kevin. In Genesis 25, verse 23, the story of Rebecca, yung daughter-in-law ni Abraham, Rebecca and Isaac, meron silang mga anak na buntis si Rebekah na twins, magkambal na nasa womb niya. And sabi ng Diyos uh, regarding yung paglabas, siyempre kahit twins, merong... Mauna, merong una na malalabas. The, the first one that comes out is called the first born or yung panganay. So God said to uh, Rebe- uh, Rebecca, now the two countries, there's two countries in your womb. Two nations will go their separate ways from birth. One nation will be stronger than the other. And the older, take note, the older child will serve the younger. Now, normally, balik Normally, the younger, or yung si Bunso, will serve, will follow, will submit kay kuya. But, ang sabi ng Diyos, not so with you. The younger will be in charge. And the older will serve the younger. Let me have those things again. Okay. What if I said there are two decision-making powers inside of you? No, no, no. The, 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 the one, the, the, the soul and the spirit and the body. When you were born physically, you got this, right? Yeah. You got this. And actually, you got this. Okay, so as you get older, you start getting your thinking, your feelings, nakakapag reason and everything. So, how many years old is this for you? Since you were born. Yeah. Okay, how many, how, many, how many years? How old are you, Walter? <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> twenty. Thirty-five. <So> it's <laughs> kanyang kanyang sagot, dyan, no? how how many years? No, no, bring it. Take it. How can you? Mine. So think about it. You answer it to yourself. How old is this? Okay. However old you are. This is the answer. Now, when you receive Christ, I don't know. For me, I was 15 years old. When I decided I needed a Savior. And I received Christ. So he came into me. And I got a new birth. This one was my physical birth, but when I accepted Jesus, I got a spiritual birth. Okay? Now, which do you think is older? see si body or see si reborn spirit? spirit. Sinung panganay diyan? Siyempre, si body. Yeah. So, the older, according to Genesis 25, the older should serve the younger. The younger yeah. When you receive Christ, you get a spirit. Maybe it's younger in terms of years, pero He will be the one leading and controlling your life. Does that make sense? Yes. Ganito dapat ang ranking. Okay, so uh, the takeaway is let let the Holy Spirit lead you and command and control your soul and your body. Minsan, you have to overrule what your body wants. Nakikita mo na yung cheesecake ni you know and you have to say you know i really want that cheesecake pero sabi ni spirit work na that's already 6 pieces that's too much na so you have to
2: you
0: know you have to overrule or maybe your soul is screaming you know galit na ako gusto kong siyang you know I want to hurt her I want and your soul and your but your soul says I want to get revenge I want I feel like you know but you submit na because I'm not the boss anymore I have to submit to my spirit see you got that all right yeah. what what is there any, what's the next question uh, yeah. Walter
1: I got it okay. So, ito yung, Pastor, mas interesting na naman ito because out of the billions of people around the world with different kinds of sins, all kinds of sins, anong dito yung pinakamabigat na ng hindi mapapatawan?
0: Ayan yung tinatawag nila na unforgivable sin. Hmm. Right? Have you ever questioned, baka nakumit ko na yung un- impar- unpardonable sin, the unforgivable sin. Kakatakot, No. You know, uh, uh, what, what do you think it is? Is it, is it suicide? Is it a murder? Is it rape? I don't know. What's the sin that you think is sobrang bigat and that God will never forgive you for that? No?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Jesus said, uh, actually in three Gospels, but let's read the one in Mark, chapter 3, verse 28. do Don't sabi ni Jesus, I tell you the truth. Okay, so see, Jesus nang How many of you want to hear the truth? You know, straight from Jesus, I tell you the truth, people. Sino mga people dito? Hey. All right, uh, good. All right, people. People will be forgiven for all sin. Wow, Whew, that's very reassuring. Yes. Huh? People will be forgiven for all sins. Even all the blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. And this is a sin of eternal consequences. And then it says, he told them this because they were saying, itong they, ito yung mga Pharisees, yung mga religious teachers, they were saying that Jesus was possessed by an evil spirit. So hindi sila tinatanggap na si Jesus ay galing sa jos. Ang sinasabi nila ito, galing sa devil, galing kay devil. And they will not believe Jesus.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: That's why he told them, "You, if, if as long as you will go against, you blaspheme and speak and contradict the Holy Spirit against Sasagina niya, then there's that's the sin that will never be forgiven. Yes. Why? Okay, um, remember, sa pagi interpret ng Bible, rule number one is expect the Holy Spirit to guide you." Okay, now what did Jesus say about the Holy Spirit? Ano bang uh, role or ano kaya ang job description of the Holy Spirit? In John chapter 15, verse 26, Jesus said that the Spirit of truth goes out from the Father, and He will testify about Me. So the Holy Spirit, what He's doing. Na dapat hindi, ka, hindi ko kontrahin ang ginagawa niya, the holy spirit is testifying about jesus again john 14:26 when the father sends the advocate that's my representative that's the holy spirit he will teach you everything and remind you of everything i have told you so ang role pala ng holy spirit is to testify to talk about Jesus. Not to talk about church or religion or uh, moral behaviors. Ang role ng Holy Spirit pala is to connect you to the Savior, Jesus, so that you can be saved because there's no other way to be saved except through Jesus. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So when you Walter, if you blaspheme, if you if you go against and refuse what the Holy Spirit is trying to do, He's trying to get you to believe in Jesus, yes, to accept Jesus, which is what mga Pharisees I nilang gawin.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ang sinasabi nila, no, Jesus is a demon. So to refuse to accept Jesus. And that is the sin that cannot be forgiven. Bakit? Because how... Will, listen, there's no, if you're a Christian, there's no sin that you can ever do that will be unforgiven. That's right. Okay, ulitin para clear tayo. There is no sin zero that a christian is not forgiven of mm-hmm. and if you believe that some of your sins are unforgiven it dishonors the cross of jesus yes, yes. it belittles it it makes pinapaliit yung ginagawa mong Parang as if you're thinking, you're believing, yung ginawa ni Jesus doon sa cross ay hindi Sabbat. Mm-hmm. Kulang yan. Kasi, hinugasan niya yung mga kasalanan ko na maliliit, pero yung ginawa ni Jesus, hindi powerful enough to wash away my bigger sins. I'm still guilty. And if you believe that, it really does not honor Christ it dishonors him. That's right. The way to honor Jesus is to believe that every sin has been paid for on the cross. Yes. And the only sin that you would be judged for, the only sin that would keep you lost is not the sin of murder or rape or... Doing lies and cheating—it's the sin of disbelieving Jesus. That is the unforgivable rejection of the Holy Spirit. Is you 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 just continually and consistently refuse to accept and believe Jesus? Example. Let me give you just a story—not true story, but just my idea. Supposing that there's a very bad person okay maybe your neighbor or somebody <laughs> a very bad man murderer he's a he's a drug dealer child abuser very bad man and he's wanted terrorist pa siya he's wanted by the police and all of, okay now somehow na sa kanyang pagi escape nasa dagat siya na shipwreck na shipwreck itong criminal and Dumating na yung chopper, so he's in the ocean, and Dumating yung chopper ng military. The AFP have their search and rescue team going around. And so when he goes, uh, you know, waving, doon sa helicopter, he nila yung rope, yung safety line, yung, yung salbabida. They throw that doon sa guy na nag-the drown, no? And for whatever reason, here's the guy, nasa China Sea. Ayaw niyang kunin yung lifeline. Dahil, na-misinterpret or na-misunderstand niya yung intentions ng AFP. Akala niya, they're here to arrest me. So ayaw kong kunin yan. Or maybe he thought, no, I don't like the AFP, the military. You know, I have a bad experience. And so for disbelieving and for refusing to grab the lifeline, he drowns and he's lost. He lost his life dahil hindi niya kinuha yung offer to be saved. Bakit siya namatay? Bakit siya nawala? Because of his sins? Because he did uh, a crime? Because, no. Hindi siya parusa, hindi siya na, na, namatay because they punished him, he was being executed or assassinated. No. He lost his life for one reason lang, he refused to take the Savior. Yeah. Do, you, do, right. do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, got it. It has nothing to do with his track record as a criminal. Kaya mm-hmm. siya because he didn't mm-hmm. accept the only way to be saved. Yes. yes. Are you following me? Yes. That's the unforgivable sin. You, you got the Savior right there. Sabi ni Jesus very clearly, I tell you truth all people will be forgiven all sin except if they go against the holy spirit's role of bringing you to me let me just give you some scriptures ito nakakapag encourage ng ating confidence okay john chapter 3 verse 17 the son of man see si jesus did not come into the world to condemn it
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But to save it. Second Corinthians five nineteen. God was in Christ reconciling. Say that word, reconciling everything. He said reconciling the world to Himself, the whole world. No longer, come on, read it with me. No longer counting people's sins against them. Yeah, but I but I still sin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count. What? But I sinned twice. It doesn't count. In God, he's not counting sins against you. Pero pa the same sin. Lagi It doesn't count. According to the Bible, God is no longer counting sins against you. Wow. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. It says God reconciled everything. Is that reconciled past tense? Okay, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and everything on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Inuulit ko, it's impossible for a Christian to commit the unforgivable sin. It's impossible. Kasi tinanggap si Jesus So it's, it's not possible. So if you are here today and you have received Christ, or, kung hindi pa, but you would like to receive Christ today. You can go home today, stop worrying about if you had committed unforgivable sin. Stop worrying about that. It's impossible for you to do that. Yes. There is no sin greater than God's grace. Yes. So, ano gagawin? Magnify the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Yan ang palakihin, no? Palakihin, highlight Magnify what Jesus did on the cross for you. And do not magnify your sin. Yes. I'm not saying sin is good. Sin's a problem. Sin is a big problem for you. For your spouse. Malaking problem ang kasalanan mo sa mga anak mo, sa mga co-workers mo. But sin your sin is not a problem for God. Cuz he's already paid for it. He's already dealt with it. Hebrews says he's going to come back again, but he's not coming back to deal with your sins. He's coming back to bring salvation. You know, minsan sobrang tayang hyper aware ng ating mga sarili. Have you have you heard of this term Self-conscious. Mm-hmm. Have you seen someone who looks self-conscious? You know?
2: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> Have you seen someone just standing around, you know? You know? They go to the salamian. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen someone that looks self-conscious? <laughs> nervous, you know? Anong nangyayari dun is meron silang this hyper-awareness mm-hmm. of self. That's what it means. It means to be very, um, you know, sobrang mindful, sobrang alert, sobrang, you know, concerned about how I look, how I sound, what, how people see me. And because of that, Many people are, uh, uh, you know, low self-esteem and underconfident, inferiority, all that. Okay, so you know what self-conscious means, right? Mm -hmm. What if you were sin-conscious? What does that mean? (laughs) It means that you are hyper or extremely aware and mindful about all of your sins and all of your faults and failures. And when you live a life of being sin conscious, tamasi roseta, you actually sin more because you're so aware. You know, it's like every time you go to eat, you would always be thinking, "Kasalanan ba kumain ng dinuguan? Kasal- Kasalanan ba uminom ng beer?" You know, every time everything you eat or drink or put in your mouth, you're always, you know, with that mindset, na mm-hmm. eh, honko, tawagan natin si Pastor. <laughs> pastor ng ganito, ganyan, ganyan? Or you know, maybe if you uh, anything you do when you go around if you're constantly just, you know, questioning and Concerned and worrying about is that a sin? Is this a sin? You know, bakakasal ako kasi sa dream ko maluswa. <laughs> you know, uh, bakat marumina ako. You know, and uh, and so you might, always, if, if you constantly highlight and are sin conscious, then you will always be wondering if napuno na si God you. you might think that you have exhausted. His allocation of grace and mercy to you. And you've already used up your quota. Wala na. Limited na ang, ang grace ni God say you. you might feel that you've already reached the point of being unforgivable. And if you think that way, again, it dishonors, it devalues God. And all of the things that Jesus went through for you, you're saying, that's not really that good. It's not really enough. It cannot pay for everything. I have to add something. And that is the worst thing. That's what Satan wants. He wants you to distrust the work of Jesus on the cross. So don't live sin conscious. Live Christ conscious. As you go around every day, it's not thinking and worried and, and concerned about well did I sin again you know no you just say Christ and His sacrifice on the cross for me His perfection and then makiki Raido na kodoon yes thank you Jesus you know I, I'm just so amazed at Your grace so amazed you know hindi binabaliwala ng kasalanan but you just don't make that your focus. Mm-hmm. Make Jesus your highlight and magnify the work of Jesus on the cross. That's right. And the sins that you commit in your body or with your mind and emotions, and those will just naturally die a natural death. Mm-hmm. As you focus on Jesus, the sins will just lose their life. They will lose, it's like you unplugged them. When you're sin conscious, it's like your electric fan is still plugged in. It's always going to, should I turn this on channel one, channel two, channel three? You know, you always think, of course, you're, when you're sin conscious, you're just giving life and power to sin. Mm-hmm. You're empowering. You're perpetuating your sins. But when you're Jesus Christ conscious, you're plugged into the right source. And he... Will empower you to live a spirit-filled and spirit-led life. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the first service dito ako nagtapos. You want to go on with one more or yes. we'll close it? I can do it either way. I can do one more. Yeah. Or we can we can have one next more m- question. One more. All right. Yeah.
1: Okay. And uh, this might be one of the top, the top one. Pastor, pag naligtas na ba ay lagi nang ligtas okay that's
0: one of the debatable questions no? yes you could hear that a lot of debates about that in uh, um, uh, Bible schools uh, websites, mm-hmm. and websites know that in, in English I think they say it once once you're saved ba always saved
1: yeah
0: or can you, can you lose you know you got saved and then you you lose that, you know. You lose the status, being God's child. You lose the status. You lose your ticket to heaven. Okay. Now to answer this one, because hey, I don't want to take uh, this. This will take probably some days. Okay. And we'll not have enough food for three days. So, let me answer this. Probably ninety percent of the answer. We'll be just reading you some scriptures. Okay lang? Let the Bible speak to you. Let the Holy Spirit answer this one for you. All right? Mm. First scripture I can think of is a prophecy about the new covenant. It's found in Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 34. Jeremiah 31 verse 34. The Lord says in that new covenant, okay, this is future tense many of the verses we read in the New Testament are past tense. And remember what I told you last week, how to interpret the Bible na hindi ka mo confused. Number one, Holy Spirit will guide you. Depend on the Holy Spirit. Number two, masdan mo kung kanino yan nakasulat because not everything in the Bible was written to you directly. Okay? Mm-hmm. But you can learn from it, but it doesn't mean that's a message to you. And the third one was, Check if that is, uh, I can't remember if that was number three or number four. Pero, is that before the cross of Jesus or after? B.C. or Mm A.D.? Is that a part of the new covenant or the old covenant? Big difference. Because before Jesus, he said, pluck out your eye and cut off your hand if you're sinning. But after Jesus He said, if you don't forgive, God won't forgive you. In the New Covenant, He said, you're already forgiven. Now, you can forgive others. Big difference. So this is a future tense statement that God said, I will forgive their wickedness, Mm -hmm. and I will never again remember their sins. Is that clear? Right. John chapter 1, verse 29. John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Look at me just for a minute because hey, I want to mainly read scriptures. But let me just comment on this one. Do you remember The Passion of the Christ, that movie? Did you watch that? It's rated R. No, I think it's rated like in R or something like, it's hindi pang young, why? Sobrang violent. You know, the bloodshed, the gore, all that. Now, kung natanda Jesus went through a lot of trouble to get sin off of you. He went through a lot of torture, rejection, shame, punishment, death, abandonment. Jesus went through a lot. Why? For the sole purpose to get sin off of you forever. Mm -hmm. Now, why would he want to, if he takes away, if his mission was to take away the sins of the world, why would he now put it back? Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense. Okay? Alright. Lamb of God, it takes away Mm -hmm. the sins of the whole world. Hebrews. Maganda na basahan yung Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Christ went into the holy place, the most holy place, okay? One time for all people. And it goes on to say He bought us Pinortius niya with His own blood and made us free from sin for a little while. Free from sin until you do it again. Free from sin until kung sakali na mag-backslide ka free from sin forever that's pretty that's pretty good assurance yes, yes. That's, that makes you feel that makes me feel secure yes. yeah so if someone says if you're once saved always saved ang sagot is i believe in eternal security in Christ yes okay eternal another safety. comment is i did not do anything to get saved to to save myself And I cannot do anything to maintain that or to lose it. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28. Let's go on. Christ died once for all time. Come on, read it with me. It's good to hear the word of God. Christ died once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. He will come again, not to deal with our sins. Do you, get, well, wait, 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 do you get that? He's coming back again. Now, some people are afraid. Nako, judgment day, patay. And then, Pana- pananakot eh. Ginagawa mga ibang religions. Before, when I was a youth, the, the pastors and the leaders would use their teachings as pananakot to make us not be naughty youth. Yeah. Right? They would say, Gusto mo ba nang tonka sa bar when Jesus comes? Hindi <laughs> uh, ba na pagdating na si Jesus, yung ibang youth na dandan sa simbahan ikaw na sa bar lagot. So oy nako ay nako. I don't. Parang you know, it's like you're not working and the boss comes and you're just still taking your siesta. You know, parang they they would. But it doesn't say that Jesus is coming to to punish us for our sins. Mm-hmm says he's coming back again. Let's continue reading that. Not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him. Hebrews chapter 10. Now, I'm just going to go through some of these. But you can read the whole chapter. But let's go through some of these. Uh, I'll just pick number one, verse 1 and 2. It says, the old system under the law of Moses was only a preview of the good things to come, not the good things themselves. The sacrifices, (laughs) the sacrifices under that system were required again and again, year after year, but they were never able to provide what? Perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have, could have, should have stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay, so clear. Hindi ang sacrifice ng mga religious offerings nakakapaglinis ng kasalanan. And it says for the worshippers, if they would, the worshipers would have been purified once for how long? Ano yung expiration date, ng kanyang status as purified. It would have been once for all time. And their feelings of guilt, sino minsan na na feel ng guilty. It says their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. Okay? So, parang, this is what we do when you read the Bible. It says, if, first of all, he says the, the sacrifices did not, could not, cannot take away sin and make you perfectly clean. If they could have, like he's going to say later, Jesus did. But if they could have, this is what would happen. Sacrifices would stop. Okay? The worshipers would be purified once for all time. And the feelings of guilt would disappear. Mm -hmm. That's what you can expect in the new covenant. You can expect Sacrifices, even, you know, if you're talking about doing some, you know, sacrifice for God, I'm going to fast, I'm going to give money, I'm going to, you know, do penance. This, these are no longer necessary for God to be pleased with you. And you'll be purified once for all time. And the feelings of guilt, the guilty conscience will disappear. Now, it's still chapter 10 of Hebrews, verse 3 and 5, 3 to 5. says, instead, those sacrifices actually reminded the people of their sins. For it's not possible for blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That's why, that's why, everybody say, kayangai. That's why, Christ came into the world. Because those sacrifices cannot do the job. Verse 9, he cancels the first covenant. In order to put the second into effect. Everybody say New Testament. New New Covenant. Verse 10. Our sins are washed away and we are made clean because Christ gave his own body as a gift to God. He did this once every generation. Once every year. No. How, how often? Once, once for all time. Yep. Good you're listening. Good you're listening. Verse 12. But Christ gave himself once for sins, and that is good for a while. Forever. Yep. The question was what? I don't read the question again. Once saved,
1: always saved. Itagalog mo. Ay, pag ligtas na ba? Ay laging ligtas
0: see the dito sa verse 12? Christ gave Himself once for sins and that's good forever. Wow. For God's will. Okay, verse 14. Let's read verse 14. It says, For by that one offering, He forever made perfect those who are being made holy. Verse 17 and 18. Then He says, I will never again. I mean, how clear? Which part of this do you not understand? If, if you say, well, I might lose my salvation, God might reattach all of my sins back to me if I don't stay active in church or if I don't stay faithful to Him. But in verse 17 of Hebrews 10, it says, I will never Again, remember. And the word remembers means to re. Diba pag nawala ng limb sa katawan? They call it dismember. It's disattached, it's disconnected. But God says, I'll never reattach that to you. I'll never remember their sins and lawless deeds. Wow. And when sins have been forgiven, there's no more need. To offer any more sacrifices.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you want to um, get a goat or a lamb and sacrifice it as an offering to God, it's okay if you want to do it, but you don't need to. And if you do that, you call me because I really like kambing caldereta. I like to eat the uh, lamb chops, you know. So I will help you, you know. I will encourage you, you know. Sacrifice every Friday. You know? Let's have dinner. Just, just joking. Sinos no. But it's you don't need to make sacrifices mm-hmm. for God to be to to, to, to to take away your sins. Christ did it. And he's don't think that what he did was not enough. Sapat Once for all time. Verse 20, by his death Jesus opened a new And life-giving way, way, covenant, way, paano, daan, through the curtain, okay, the curtain was the harang, into the most holy place. That's the sweet spot. That's the presence, the intimacy with God. And verse 22 and 23 says, then let us go into that sweet spot. Let us go into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him. Anong bang nais ng Dios with this whole chapter 10? He wants you to be uh, afraid that you might lose your salvation? Or does He want you to be very confident and very assured? pa ulit, ulit eh. Let's go into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully confident, fully trusting Him. Yes. Okay. our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. Wow. Hindi na tayo na magiisin dami kasalanan baka na ko. I'm in the point of, you know, kung laging worried and paranoid, I might lose my status as a Christian. I I might God might kick me out of His family, Diba, Pag tinanggap mo si Jesus, sa kanya na nabigay ng karapatan ng, ng, ng anak ng Diyos, Your anak ng Diyos. Yeah. You might think God's gonna kick me out of His family and I'll no longer be His child. I mean, come on, you guys that have kids, you know that you'll never do that. Mm-hmm. You know, anak ko four years old. Many times makulit, you know, he does disobey, you know that. But I never once thought of isapayan, isapa. I'll talk to NSO and I will unwarden you. I will unwarden you. I will take away your status as my child. Come on, even if we're humans, we don't do that. How much more Basi God natatapat? He loved you with an, the Bible says, He's loved us with an everlasting love. This is trying to assure you, not make you doubtful and questioning about the security and the assurance of your salvation. Yes. He says, "Let us hold tight. Are you still reading it with me? Yes. Uh, you guys are doing good today, know yeah? He says, "Let us hold tightly without wavering.: Oh, Yes. Without wavering, to the hope. We affirm, affirm, it be negative. affirmative.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Wow. Amen. Amen. Palagpakan natin ang Amen. Panginoon. No,
1: Ituloy yan. Ituloy.
0: Now, if you go on, and we'll do this on another day. Kasi, but if you start reading that, that's all the way to verse 25 or something. And if you read right after that, all of these extreme assurances, ulit ulit then there enters into a section where there might be some verses that seems like it's saying a different message. It seems like it's saying, you know, that if you backslide, if you do bad, then you're going to be in hell. And God will take away, you know, but it, that's, it's just misinterpreted, friends. It's just misinterpreted. So I know that sometimes malalabas sa uh, mga teachings or malalabas uh, you know, website or it's a teachings that it's like a scripture that seems like, you know, sounds like you will lose your salvation. If you became a Christian, then after some years, you backslide and you will not be saved anymore. But if you really interpret this, uh, you know, properly, you cannot really believe that God will do that. God has... Suffered and Jesus suffered and died to secured for you an eternal status as his child first peter three eighteen i 'll give you a couple more. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. he never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to god first john two two he 's the propitiation, which means he 's the uh, para to. He's the pagbabayad sala, para he's the payment for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So, tanong, we can ask this question: How many times? Parang review lang. How many times did Jesus sacrifice his life? Once. You sure? Yes. Okay. Tama. Once. <laughs> how many people? Could possibly be covered Or could possibly be included In that payment You know pang bayad siya good for how many How many people All oh. To everyone Infinity Unlimited So it's not Yung sacrifice ni Jesus Was not good for Isang docena One hundred forty four thousand It's good for all yeah. Okay That's right How many people Could possibly be included In that payment All oh. Okay how many sins, particular sins, could be covered in that payment? Oh. <laughs> right again. You're right again. Oh, So, you know, don't let the devil, this is the trick of the devil. He uses this trick to get you to doubt the mega good news of Jesus. Mm-hmm. When I say gospel, the word gospel means good news. But I like to say it's not just good news. It's mega good wow. news. That's why I don't kinakahiya gospel of Jesus. I don't mind to talk to people about Jesus. Anywhere, anytime. I love it. Why? Because the news is not half bad, half good. It's mega good yes. all the way.
1: Perfect, yeah.
0: I don't use teaching Bible as pananakot To make people afraid so that they will come to church. You get that? Mm -hmm. We don't use rules and teachings and threat of, you know, God will get mad and you're going to lose your salvation. I don't use that so that people would be always trying their best to stay on good, you know, good behavior. (laughs) That's not very good news. The good news is mega good. But you see... The devil wants you to question the good news, to doubt. He wants you to think you committed the unpardonable sin. He wants you to think na naubusan ng cagani gad sa He wants you to be fearful, so you'll try harder. It's it maybe it's a good end goal, but it's not God's way. Kung sa Old Testament tayo, I could believe, no. Because in no the old covenant, it was a covenant conditional upon self-performance. But listen to me. It takes no faith to believe that if you do good, you'll get good. And if you do bad, you get bad. It doesn't take faith for that. But that's already natural. We do na faith to believe that if you are very, very good, God will bless you. The law is never of faith, but it takes faith to believe that you're secure Mm -hmm. by what Jesus did and to trust that and relax in that assurance. So don't doubt the goodness. Don't doubt that when he made you his child, he knows how to keep you as his child. Yes. Even though you do some sins. He saved, in the first place, he saved you and you were doing sins. So if he, and he knows the future, he knows you're going to sin. So kung ganon, he should have said, no, sorry, I can't save you because I know you're going to sin later. No, he saved you. The Bible says we're saved to the uttermost. The uttermost. Now, example, now, see Zion and I, we're walking on a little bit rocky uneven yung terrain so we're walking it's kind of dangerous you know a lot of rocks and sharp and all that so sabi ni Zion Abba hold my hand no I said to him hold my hand because it's dangerous I don't want you to fall hold my hand and then Zion says Abba can you hold my hand because if I hold your hand I might let go But if you hold my hand, I know you won't let go. Wow. Okay, sure. What do you think? Am I going to let him go? No. Even if he lets go of my hand, you think I'm going to let him go? No. You know, you might turn your trust away from God for some time. You might get confused or deceived and turn away from following God. So it's like you're not holding him anymore. Do you know what? He's holding you. Mm -hmm. You might let go of him, but he's not going to let go of you. You see why I love the Lord so much? Because he first loved me. He's not going to let go. Um, He's not going to let go of you. If you're in Christ, you're in a safe place. If you're outside of Christ, you should be worried. You should be afraid. You should be urgently asking Him to save you. So don't leave today without accepting the offer. I'm the way, the truth, the life. You want to be saved? Grab it you know hindi mo kailangan maglabas ng pera hindi mo kailangan ng you know magayos ng lahat ng mga vices sa buhay mo na, no just grab jesus just believe in him and you'll be saved and uh, so it's very easy you know jesus did the hard part na sa atin lang to just receive and say thank you <laughs> That simple Let's pray together. If if you need to receive, if you haven't received Jesus yet, wala um, pong bayad. May bayad, pero si Jesus magbabayad sa'yo para hindi na kailangan magbayad ngayon. Maaring pumikit tayo. <just, laughs> Let's just pray. Father, thank you for Jesus who came and died on the cross for our sins. I receive him now. I accept your offer of salvation. I accept your sacrifice, need Jesus. The payment, one-time payment, advanced payment, good for ever, good for all time, for all people, for all sin. It's huge. It's big. It's more than enough. I trust your way and your shouldering the penalty for my sin. So come into my life and be my Lord, be my Savior. fill. You, fill me with your Holy Spirit and let me live with the Spirit in charge, with you driving my life. Thank you for your sweet salvation and all your benefits towards me.